you could use a, a lawn yager that's perforated as the filter. Mm-hmm. And so when you're done, it's it's a smoked, smoked meat. meat. Yeah, and you mm. just eat the filter. Oh. Just all the carcinogens mm-hmm. in one spot. <laughs> uh, Remember my uh, coffee? cigarette coffee? Oh, yeah, I was just going to bring that up myself. What? That shit was fucking poison. We went down the rivers, we crossed the plains, over the mountains, we fought in streams. Would you put like rolling tobacco in the well, coffee machine? No. Yeah. Well, we were. Well, it was more like when we were in high school. He'd always. You smoked fucking menthols at that time too, if I recall. Woof. But every time well, he'd my break, dad did, so he'd break, oh, just no. stole whatever. Right, but every time he'd like break a cigarette, just save it, and then you go over, you know, stay over at the house, make coffee in the morning. He'd just like take the broken cigarettes and put them in with the coffee grounds and run them through the Mister Coffee. Ooh, menthol coffee. And too, it was like pet. some iridescent sheen on top of it, and <laughs> that shit would wake you up. But I fucking bet. make you shit too. Yeah, make you barf too. Uh, also, oh yeah, lots. <laughs> yeah, I remember the only time I ever smoked cigarettes, I I bummed like five cigarettes in a row off of my friends that were smoking i was like does it make you cool that's why we smoke because you look cool it's being an asshole and i smoked like five cigarettes in a row and then i spent the rest of the evening puking my fucking yeah, brains that'll, out that'll and never had a cigarette since you gotta build up to that <laughs> well yeah the fucking uh the nick of coffee i mean is at the end of the day is it any really worse than four loco because it's probably not probably not <laughs> <laughs> there's no sugar no preserv- well, i suppose there's preservatives in the tobacco but and, well, there's not if you if you uh, American spirits, spirits, yeah. <clears throat> He's American spirits. You can be all natural, yeah, you, well, vegan. You, yeah, you get some of that gluten free, that free trade <laughs> shit that the uh, civet cats eat the beans and then poop out and yep. make it just artisanal fucking nick of coffee. Yeah. Man. Oh man, I bet if you like taught the the cats how to smoke. <laughs> oh yeah, or well, you just hotbox them. Yeah, I suppose they'd love that. <laughs> fucking, I don't think it'd meet the pita. Seal of approval, but <laughs> probably not USDA or Interpol either. But sure, probably. you also have like a fucking uh, uh, what's the whaling guys? Uh, the Sea Shepherds throwing seal bombs in your fucking oh. doorstep. When you said whaling guys, I pictured like <laughs> and I would walk five Speaking of whaling, guys, let's uh, kick this mule and start talking about uh, the uh, the younger brothers that are now all full of holes. So yeah, I bet you there was a degree of whaling happening there. Oh, I'm excited to find out how long they live full oh, of holes. It'll be f- well. You'll be yeah. You'll mm-hmm. be very surprised. Yeah, um, for having a, a bullet lodged behind your eyeball. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, welcome back to how the West was fucked. How the West was fucked. I have an important announcement to make. Uh, as of n- now, this will be well. This uh, we will no longer be recording uh, this podcast on um, Zoom. 
because we don't fucking have to anymore because everybody's vaccinated. Yeah, bitch. We got microchipped and everything. Yeah, so now, for the the first time in over a year, we're actually in the same room recording this shit. Yes. And it smells really bad. Yeah, well. Somebody's been eating pork. I haven't even started digesting my fucking pork yet, so barbecue pork is delicious. Especially from a Chinese restaurant inside of a grocery store. Especially a red apple grocery store. Fucking A, baby. (laughs) Big meaty chunks of sweaty flesh. It's like my Tinder profile. Quit talking about yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, welcome back to Hello, This Is Fucked. And if you were with us the last couple weeks, we were talking about the Cole, or not the Cole Younger Gang, the Younger, James Younger Gang, James Younger Ensemble, whatever, and their failed... Robbery in uh, fucking Grand Fort or uh, Northfield. 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 I was want to say Grand Prairie, but that's a different town. I don't know why Northfield Prairie. I don't know. Isn't Grand Prairie in Alberta or something? I thought it was in Texas. But I don't know. It's probably in Oklahoma. You're probably both wrong. It's probably yeah. It's probably in Manhattan. <laughs> I think okay. every state has one, doesn't it? Yeah, Grand it's like Prairie. Green, well, it's like Green River. Well, it's just like we. I, I don't know. We get to where they're like hiding in the big woods constantly. Well, uh, since they just got shot, at least the Youngers and um, Mr. Pitts. Mr. Pitts, sad <laughs> motherfucker. That's the worst of the Dr. Pepper ripoffs is Mr. <laughs> Pitts. Yep. <laughs> it's also the worst antiperspirant. <laughs> <laughs> it actually makes you sweat under yeah. your arms. <laughs> just rolling other people's armpit sweat onto your oh, arms. It's antiperspirant that smells like a manlier man's armpit, so you like... <laughs> You know, it's all like Terry Crews's pit sweat. Oh, yeah. You know, put it on soon. Preston mm. Camacho. With alpha pheromones. And <laughs> got to try Mr. Pitt. Three flavors, John Cena, Terry Crews, and fucking Danny Trejo. <laughs> Coming soon, Sylvester Stallone. Yep. Anyway. Anyway, so the back in Northfield, the citizens celebrate with a bonfire after shooting uh, those guys. Ooh, super. Because this is America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And they bring out a band to play, <laughs> and fireworks. Do you imagine how bummed out you'd be if you were in the woods watching them have a fucking party because they <laughs> shot you? Celebrating like the fucking Ewoks watching the Death Star explode, and you're just out there fucking eating a raw chicken and oh, fucking shot through the face. <laughs> the fucking, yeah, like a bullet lodged behind your eyeball. Well, didn't we, did the, oh yeah, yeah, we got to last week where they were like, where I was speculating, I think. You know, they caught a chicken to eat, but, like, probably shouldn't have a fire because they're evading shit. So yeah. just kind of mm-hmm. picture him, like, prodding a chicken. So just imagine all that salmonella just getting into your newly formed face hole from a forty-five caliber fucking colt. Oh, Feathers and all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, but uh, Frank and Jesse were still on the run. Uh, early September 15th, uh, they happened upon a farm near Medalia. They purchase a loaf of bread for 10 cents, but they wouldn't wait for the woman in the house to make them breakfast, though, so they take off. Yeah. Take off, will you? Don't wreck our show, you hoser. Actually, the, before they do that, Jesse was bareheaded because he lost it after he was uh, shot at, so he asked for an old hat, but they only had a new one, and Jesse had to talk him into selling it uh, to him for $1.50. Oof. Steep hat price. Damn, dude. Mm-hmm. I but, hope it was like a toque or something, not even like a cowboy hat, like... <laughs> It's probably a Green Bay Packer hat or exactly. something like that. <laughs> Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> well, the Packers would be more egregious. Yeah. 
but they made it 40 miles that day showing how much uh, Bob Younger was slowing him down with his broken chicken wing there. Because mm-hmm. he was walking like a gorilla, apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, other encounters were reported. Uh, one group of manhunters had camped eight miles away, but they didn't even know it. Uh, this is 10 days after the robbery. Uh, so now they're far enough away for some people not to have heard of the Northfield raid. Uh, Frank and Jesse had injuries and were both completely stiff from riding in the saddle all for 10 days straight. Jesus. Well, I think that was the, because the, I thought Jesse was unscathed until they, like, when they split, because they split from the Youngers, right? Mm-hmm. And so apparently, like, they were sharing a horse at one point, and then they got through the picket line, but somebody saw him and, like, bucked off a shot, and it apparently went through, like, I think it went through, like, Frank's knee and lodged itself in fucking Jesse's thigh because they're, like, all riding, like, straight, like, Fabio romance <laughs> novel cover style. Limby, madam, no one wishes to ravish you. And when you return, I expect you to show me some gratitude. I think I might be getting to that. Okay. I thought that was the only injury that Jesse got, but maybe not. Yeah, because he's pretty much unscathed until now, at least just with flesh wounds, you know. Yeah, well, you're riding through brambles and shit, and like, yeah, you're one big scab. So they have trouble getting on and off their horses, so just imagine trying to having help just to get on a horse. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually the posse found out about their visit to that farm and now we're on their trail again. So they ride on through the night. Uh, they go through Sioux Falls in the middle of the night, one of the bigger towns. In South Dakota. Yeah. Dakota Territory at that time. Mm-hmm. So they hide out during the day. Uh, September 19th, the bandits switch horses with a man driving a team at gunpoint. So they horse jacked. Yeah. I wonder if that's the one where, like, apparently, according, I've seen that video according on the to internet. my research, at one point, they ended up, like, they thought they were getting an upgrade, because at first they were, like I said, riding, like... Oh, like thoroughbreds? Well, no, at first they were riding, like, together, like I said, like, romance novel cover style. And they acquired two horses at some point, but one of the horses was blind in one eye, and the other horse was blind in both eyes, so... Oh, yeah. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Sucker. Yep. Uh, so they were sighted by eight posse men crossing the Big Sioux River into Iowa there. Uh, three of the posse men rode in front of the group, which was kind of a mistake because they were unarmed, uh, which was another mistake if you're trying to chase somebody who's an outlaw. Being fucking bloodthirsty (laughs) and a good shot. Uh, so, uh... Frank and Jesse get down from their horses and shoot at the three posse men that are out front. Just laboriously, like, sliding off the horse. Oh, ah, Jesus Christ. But the other guys, uh, fuck, guys, anybody bring bring a gun? It seems like they're about to start shooting at it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one bullet ripped through the throat of one of them. Oof. Uh, so they turn around for the reinforcements. <laughs> Uh, as soon as they get going, after uh, waiting for the rest of the posse men, it starts to rain and it wipes out the trail. So now Frank and Jesse get away again. Apparently, did you find anything? Because I, I know it's fucking bullshit, but uh, uh, at least when they're in the Dakota Terry, there's a story that like the Jesse James kind of like fans and apologists kind of like to talk about where they were like pressed up against the edge of some fucking canyon by the posse. It's like 18 feet across, and Jesse jumped his horse across that. 
which Ooh. is physically fucking impossible. And what kind of canyons some, are in Iowa that are? Well, it's, it was when they were still in South Dakota, and there was oh. actually a picture. I found a picture of it from an old True West magazine article, and you know, it's like a rocky canyon, you know. But yeah, you're not. You, I mean, you're not evil Knievel in your shit, you know. Especially not a you know, blind fucking horse that you've been. <laughs> Like pistol whipping to keep it running, you Jesse know. James and his blind rocket horse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's one of those things where, like, you know, in the circles where Jesse James has like superhero status, which is kind of like the Marjorie Taylor Green voters and the <laughs> shit like that. But um, that's one of the things they like to talk about. So, well, I'm sure it's true. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, little past noon Wednesday, September twentieth. Is when Sioux City Dr. Cindy Mosher. I'm sure he was a fan of anthrax. Yes. <laughs> he takes off from the home of Rudolph Mann, or to the home of Rudolph Mann. That was 25 miles northeast of town there. It is I, Rudolph Mann. Yeah. Just a red <laughs> <in the> cape. <laughs> Formerly known as Reindeer Boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he was going out to treat his wife, who was seriously ill. Uh, not wanting to get lost, he intercepted two riders to make sure he was on the right route. Uh, that happened to be Frank and Jesse, who also pretend to be manhunters, <laughs> full of bullet holes. Uh, after dodging questions about uh, about the ride, uh, Frank and Jesse accused Mosher of being an outlaw. Uh, of course, Mosher said, do I look like an outlaw? He looks <laughs> like a doctor. Going, yeah, that's uh, some Republican Party fucking logic. No shit. Like, mm-hmm. just straight up. Fucking you're a thief. <laughs> no, steal- you're a thief. As he's stealing everything. <laughs> Nothing but pedophiles out here. Never mind Roy Moore and fucking Matt Gates and fucking, yeah. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as soon as uh, the doc said, do I look like an outlaw, Frank and Jesse pull their guns. Uh, they did uh, say that they're two of the Northfield boys and they accused the doc of being a detective since he knew so much about the robbery. And they asked for his guns. Of course, uh, the doc Mosher didn't have any. Uh, Frank and Jesse searched him in his bag. Uh, a farmhouse was nearby and the entire family watched the scene. Oh, shit. <laughs> Jesse rides over to them and confirmed that Mosher was a doctor and he was just checking them out and went along with their Manhunter story there. Were they doing meth back then? That's some, like, fucking paranoid shit, dude. Yeah. You're a fucking cop! Well, they just ran into a a fucking doctor, and they didn't ask him to fucking patch him up at all, either. Yeah, Mm -hmm. not not super bright. Good! Frank and Jesse told Mosher that they would have to stay with him until dark, Uh, but, you know, Mosher had a job to do. He had to get to the man's farm to treat the man's wife. Wife man. Fuck the man. <laughs> man farm sounds like definitely a fucking strip club. Oh, God. <laughs> well, there's the University of Tennessee have the body farm where they just lay out bodies and oh, yeah, see yeah. how they decompose. See how they decompose, see yeah. See how well the like dry-aged meats mm-hmm. work. Dry-aged Steve. Yeah, dry-aged Steve. <laughs> uh, so Frank and Jesse said, oh, we'll go, go with you. Uh <laughs> They rode till dark when they traded clothes with Mosher and then turned him loose at what they thought was the Mosher house, or at least told Mosher it was, or at the man house. Yeah. And then they let him go. Uh, but the brothers wanted to get as far away from Sioux City before they let the dock go. They traded clothes with him? so that, Just so they could yep. be in, dis- in, in disguise or whatever? Yeah, well, and either he had some changes of clothes with him or that was... 
Well, they're kind of in tatters what, by now with all the rain. Well, and, I was, you sure. know, like Jesse's just Winnie the Pooh in it and fucking Frank's <laughs> Vlad, only. Vladimir Putin in it. Like, <laughs> Porky and Vlad. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh is the nickname for the leader of China. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. You should uh, make a, a picture of Putin riding Winnie the Pooh. Ooh, that'd be Ooh. good. Mm-hmm, shirtless. Yeah, I'm not indulging your fucking sick fucking fantasies. <laughs> uh, so he, uh, Mosher, spends the night at a different house, not the man's house, and he returns to town the next day to alert the authorities. Uh, then he heads back out to man's farm to treat the wife after the going back into town and letting everybody know Frank and Jesse are about. But after that, uh, Frank and Jesse seem to have disappeared. Uh, posses were kind of losing interest. Uh, well, they were. How interested the fuck were they in the first place? Where they're not even carrying goddamn guns. <laughs> well, I think they they're all hung over from the fucking the bonfire they had well, after that, they shot these guys. Well, up. and if you remember, like last week, there was the shit where like the posse actually beat them into one town, but they were thirsty, so they went to the fucking bar. Oh, yeah, and that's they had right. the outlaws come, and they had left all their guns in a wagon. <laughs> Uh, During the first week of October, word was that the James boys got to Missouri and were hiding out in rural Jackson County. On the afternoon of the 13th, uh, the police burst through the doors of Dr. William Noland. Ah, I got you! Uh, The doc was away, but the women in the house were there. Also, there was an injured man who they accused of being Frank James. (laughs) Okay. He said he was not. He was John Gooden. Am I the only one around here who gives a shit about the rules? Gooden. Gooden. I'm a Gooden. God damn it, Donnie. (laughs) (laughs) He was a cattle trader from Louisiana. Uh, He shot himself accidentally while squirrel hunting. Again with the squirrel hunting. Jesus Christ. A nice, young, tender squirrel, and we're going to start by poaching this. Everybody in the house told the same story. Thought my foot was a squirrel. Yeah. Uh, they searched a house that they thought Jesse was staying, and he was not there either. So they're not, still not buying the story of uh, John Gooden. Uh, so they take the supposed Frank James, or John Gooden, by train to St. Louis. But he denies it the whole way. Just imagine being shot and dragged <coughs> across. Shit, dude. On train. Well, and it's cops, too. So like once they get there, they find yeah, out it's yeah. not him. They're like, well, you're fine. You're fine. Go back home. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. I don't have any money, man. Yeah. Well, not, that's not, not our, our fucking problem. problem. <laughs> well, well, you know, when in trouble, call us. You know, protect and serve. That's our motto. Now get the fuck out of here. Uh, he was also, uh, uh, John Gooden was shorter than Frank and had black hair, not sandy hair. Uh, by the time they made it to St. Louis, October 18th, they finally admitted that they had the wrong man. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to go back out and look for him. I'm just going to yeah. pretend. Look, I caught a witch. That's a false nose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. They put this on me. Yeah. So back in Minnesota, the younger brothers plead guilty. Um, basically, they make a deal that they wouldn't get the death sentence if they plead guilty. Um, if they went to jury, they might get off, but they might also get the death sentence, too. Uh, they claim guilty for the murder of Haywood. Uh, Cole, Jim, and Bob. Oh, Even they, though didn't Jesse shot Haywood, didn't he? No, that was Cole. That, well, well, no. The, the Haywood was the banker, right? Yeah. No, Jesse fucking blew his brains out. No, Jesse was not. Well, this is what happens when you skip a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Je- Jesse wasn't even there, was he? No, he was uh, on the outside. Yeah. 
But I think well, uh, according to the Cole time, was on the outside. According to the Time Life books, they were making their getaway, and Jesse came, paused in the door, and like went like that and shot him in the head. According this is the, the same conversation we had. The time Life books from 1977. Okay, Jack Palance, we'll go with that. I don't know. <laughs> this is the same same argument we had during what episode one or yeah. no? Ep- yeah, at the end of episode one, I think. Oh, probably. Yeah. It's always full of bullshit. So you know. <laughs> Will you guys stop fighting? Uh, so Cole, Jim, and Bob all get life in prison. Uh, Cole said, I have seen a great deal of the world and might as well retire anyway. I wanted to go to jail anyway, so fuck you. Well, it's, you know, it's 1800 jail. There's going to be a fucking right. cooking stove and some pork and beans and fucking a hot tub and... A shotgun and some yep. dynamite. Mm-hmm. Uh, the younger brothers still wouldn't say who the other two robbers were. So they're going to bat for the James brothers, I guess, in a way. Uh, at the same time, the youngers were going to Stillwater to the penitentiary. Uh, Clay County Sheriff there in Missouri, John Groon, was tipped off that the James brothers were visiting their mother, they- Zerelda. Did they uh, take the river up to Stillwater and r- ride a pack of dogs? Mm-hmm. What? Play the Johnny Cash version. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I'll take the river down to Stillwater and ride a pack of dogs. I'm going to break. I'm going to break my hand. I'm going to break my rust. So at 9 p.m., the posse shows up. Uh, Frank was walking from the barn to the house when he heard the posse ride up. Uh, they fired at Frank, and uh, Frank returned fire. They didn't yell surprise and, like, blow a little... Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> uh, then Frank and Jesse mount up and ride away. But the James Brothers' horses, of course, they always have much faster horses, and they get away again. Um, Every time you say the word posse now, it I just think of like uh, Mario Van yeah, Peebles and a bunch really, of yeah. And, yeah, and the the worst Baldwin and a bunch of other people, mm-hmm. Tiny Lister and yeah, yeah, uh, starting up a posse by Anthrax, and so yep. we have to mention them again. So now I'm starting up a posse to come and look for you. We're gonna put a stop to what you. Watch out, if you say it one more time, fucking Ian's going to show yeah, up here. Oh. <laughs> Scott Ian pops out of the table. <laughs> uh, it was a long while before they returned to Clay County. They hide out in Tennessee, Frank and Jesse. Uh, they changed their names and tried their hands at farming. Uh, but Jesse was uh, still kind of... Shit-ass farmer. Yeah, and kind of wanted more excitement out of life. Frank apparently was a pretty good farmer, though. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, Jesse spends a lot of time horse racing and gambling, but the new life suited Frank. Um, basically, you know, Jesse had spent half his life riding in the saddle doing dairying dues, like shooting three-year-olds and yeah, unarmed people and <laughs> so scalping fucking unarmed Union soldiers. So the the adrenaline was like a drug, I guess. And Jesse puts together a new gang in the summer of 1879. Uh, October 9th, 1879, Jesse and five men, including Clell Miller's brother, Ed, robbed a train outside Independence, Missouri, and made off with $6,000. think, is that the, okay, they made that fucking, uh, the movie uh, with uh, Brad Pitt playing Jesse James. I think that's the first train robbery they show in that one because that oh. movie all takes place post they're like older and shit and... oh yeah who's in that who else is in that movie um, I, I remember I actually caught part yeah, of that I can't one remember one, who plays Frank I can't remember who plays a lot of people but it's kind of a slow burn you know it's got some good parts but it's but it's it's all right oh it's called The Assassination of Jesse James by the ca- by the coward, coward Robert Ford. Ford so it's it's more of like a like a positive spin on Jesse no, it's just Jesse. Oh, I mean, okay. he's kind of a dick, and he's kind of a fucking angry, yeah, seething fuck, and Frank's kind of more voice and reasony, and Bob Ford's a bitch, and, you know, all that stuff. But. Ooh, Zoe Deschanel. Oh, yeah, that's right. Casey Affleck. I, that, I was like, it's one of the Afflecks, but I don't think it's Ben. Affleck. Sam Shepard. Mary Louise Parker. Oh, I think Sam Shepard's Frank, huh? Yeah, Zoe Deschanel. Oh, and right. Sam Rockwell's in it, too. I think that's why yeah. I watched it, because I fucking... Oh, Sam lo- Rockwell, there's some fucking gunfight, like, where they're all in sick beds and shit. There's, like, a lot of dicks getting blown off. And, yeah. Like, yeah. Jumping around in your union suit, climbing out of windows and shit. But wow, won a whole a shitload of awards. And um, uh, there's the a com- competing karate, taekwondo, rock band, too. Friends through eternity, loyalty. No, no, that's Miami Connection. Miami Connection, yeah. wrong. Right. Against the Clantons. <laughs> and the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford is absolutely no Ninja 3, the Domination. No, no, no. no. Not even Ninja 3, the Domination is Ninja 3, the Domination. <laughs> can't, it can't, can't be. Oh, man. That fucking levitating sword <laughs> wobbling around on a string. So good. <laughs> Uh, they also hold up two tourist coaches near Mammoth Cave, Kentucky, which is a fun place. I don't know. I've not been. Yeah. I've only seen it on the side of a U-Haul. Yeah. Actually, before it was a tourist trap, like they were hiding in there a lot. Or maybe not them, but other people. It's funny that it's a tourist trap in the 1870s. Though. Well, what was Yellowstone like? Fucking 1889 or 1889? Oh, get the exorcist. Yep, something like that. Uh, but uh, And then they also hold up a Army Corps of Engineer Paymaster and gets another 5000 But uh, they managed not to shoot anybody during any of these robberies. Oh, getting soft. Mm-hmm. Uh, July 1881, Frank returned to Robin with uh, Jesse there. They robbed a train near Winston, Missouri. Uh, that time they shot and killed two men. Uh, they split it up, but they only got $130 per man for that one. Mm, totally worth it. Mm-hmm. Oh, still in the 1800s. Jesus, you know, that's not bad. Not great, but... 
Uh, September 7th, they hit another train at uh, Blue Cut, Missouri, but the express safe was empty. All they got was a bag of onions. Mm-hmm. They only get $140 per man on that one. Worth of onions. <laughs> that was the, the, like, Grandpa Simpson, you yep. tie onion to your belt. Yep. <laughs> That's what we did back then to show we were cool. Yeah. Used to, but we have our ways. Oh, oh you yeah. oh, got it. One trick is to tell them stories that don't go anywhere. Like the time I caught the ferry over to Shelbyville, I needed a new heel for my shoe. So I decided to go to Morganville, which is what they call Shelbyville in those days. So I tied an onion to my belt, which was the style at the time. Now, to take the ferry cost a nickel, and in those days, nickels had pictures of bumblebees on them. Give me five peas for a quarter, you'd say. Now, where were we? Oh, yeah. The important thing was that I had an onion on my belt, which was a style at the time. They didn't have white onions because of the war. The only thing you could get was those big yellow... Oh, I still love the, the onion social. I forget what episode that was that we talked about that. Oh, but yeah. The, one girl would like eat a half an onion in mm-hmm. secret, and then the guys would kiss all the girls and try to try to like guess who had the onion breath i i think that was the austin murderer oh yeah yeah i think you're yeah. right it's just like if you're fucking horny just go make out dude like you don't have to involve the onion in this yeah, shit but, like back then it was a possibility you hadn't eaten that day so it's kind of killing two birds with one stone you just <laughs> get your tongue in the little dents in the molars and get a little nutrients out of oh the, there you go you know i think dim sum <laughs> i think in thailand it's a little different I'm talking about auto-erotic asphyxiation. It is said to have taken the lives of some pretty big stars, too. Actor David Carradine died in 2009, found hanging in the closet of a hotel room. And the lead singer of NXS, Michael Hutchins, in a similar incident in a Sydney hotel room in 1997. For those who don't know, and this is not for the faint of heart, it is the act of choking yourself, usually by hanging, slowly slowing the oxygen to the brain while masturbating. Uh, spring 1882, Jesse was ready for another bank. Don't go anywhere. How the West was fucked will be right back. Hey, folks. It's Crazy Ernie from Crazy Ernie's Previously Owned Horse Emporium. It's a giant general store of previously owned horses. I got so many previously owned horses, people come up to me all the time and say, Hey, Crazy Ernie, where'd you get all those previously owned horses? Looky here, I got brown previously owned horses, spotted previously owned horses, black previously owned horses. I got enough previously owned horses to choke a camel. I also got camels. That's right, you come down here in the next hour and a half and buy a previously owned horse from me and I'll throw in an army surplus camel for just one penny. That's crazy, Ernie's previously owned horse emporium. Just take the 310 to Yuma right next to Jared's Barber and Bloodletting. So come on down or I swear to God I will bayonet all 40 of these goddamn mules. Uh, thinking he'd hit one in St. Joseph, Missouri, because there was a murder trial going on there, and he thought the town would be all paying attention to that. Yeah, and there's never any cops around during murder trials. Never, mm-hmm. ever, ever. But uh, his gang was kind of going to shambles, especially when half your men are in jail or dead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Frank had gone back into hiding. Uh, Jesse had murdered Ed Miller, Clell Miller's brother. In October 1881, for arguing about his share, 
So I guess he won that argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sounds That's like it. Win. That's like you know negotiating tactics. Mm-hmm. He had two of his friends living at his home, uh, name of Bob and Charlie Ford. Mm. Mm. Uh, Jesse didn't know it at the time, but the Missouri governor, Thomas Crittenden, offered the Ford brothers $40,000 for Jesse alive or $10,000 for him dead. Wait, he offered the Jesse's roommates? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. shit. Because he wanted to sell Jesse to Buffalo Bill, so that's why he needed him alive. They were going to put him in a cage and... Show them off like go to Benga. Oh, I thought you, I was thinking Buffalo Bill. Like <laughs> they're gonna s- not skin true. him. No, no, skin no. him and make a dress. No, that's the ten thousand dollar version. <laughs> <laughs> and also, none of that is true at all. So she's a great big fat yeah. person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Monday, April third, eighteen eighty-two, the day Jesse planned to leave for the bank robbery. Jesse was home with his family along with the Ford brothers. Uh, he sat down and saw that a picture of his niece needed dusting. So while dusting it, he pushed it out of place. So Jesse got up on a chair to straighten out the picture. Then Bob and Charlie snuck up behind him and drew their guns. Uh, Bob got out his first, and Jesse heard the click of the hammer and turned around to get a bullet in the head. Yep. No shit. Well, mm-hmm. See, some sometimes it's depicted as getting shot in the back of the head on the... Uh, on the movie we were just talking about, they make a point of like Brad Pitt like taking off his gun belt before he climbs up on. It's like he's like daring Bob or maybe wanting Bob to shoot him is the implied thing because mm-hmm. he's just tired and. All right, suicide by roommate. Yeah, heard it a thousand times. Mm-hmm. Uh, spring eighteen eighty two, Frank James was living in Lynchburg, Virginia. Oh, gross. <laughs> so now he's fearing for his life. Um, you know, if a close friend could take you out, you know, never know who's going to be next. So he agrees to turn himself into Missouri, uh, as long as they wouldn't extradite him to Minnesota, and that the governor would look favorably upon a pardon there. On October 5th, Frank turned himself in to the governor, handed him his gun, and basically it was a big publicity stunt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Frank still denied ever being in Minnesota. Yeah. That was basically Frank's answer for everything. Always over there. No evidence. <laughs> uh, by that time, uh, some witnesses had died. Uh, some didn't have great memories or could identify Frank. If I can just wait for all these oldies to pass away, I'm <laughs> scot-free. Uh, some former gang members lacked integrity, I guess. Some. <laughs> Uh, Frank had plenty of sympathy for um, the people and was kind of had a well-connected defense team. Bob Younger said, (laughs) when questioned. Uh, Trials at Gallatin, Missouri, and Huntsville all resulted in acquittals. Uh, By March 1885, all the other cases were dismissed, except for the one in Minnesota. Uh, on March 18th, 1885, Frank gets a letter from the new governor of Minnesota, John Sappington Marmaduke. What the fuck? Did you just make that up? Yeah. Oh, no, that was the new governor of Missouri. Sorry. Mrs. Featherbottom, John Sappington Marmaduke. John Sappington Marmaduke. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so he's the new governor of Missouri. He's a former Confederate general. Oh, for fuck's sakes. He promised to never send him to Minnesota. That's a motherfucker that wears, like, ostrich plumes in their hats and has, like, little frilly sleeves mm-hmm. while you're, yeah. So Frank James had escaped again from justice, legally this time. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> Thanks to Marmaduke. <laughs> fucking Marmaduke. <laughs> You're fucking Marmaduke. Yeah. We'll start calling people Marmaduke because now it, it sounds like an insult. <laughs> it kind of does, yeah. <laughs> the fuck are you looking at, Marmaduke? You fucking yeah. fudge puppy. <laughs> almost fucking... I was trying to speak, and then I burped, and then I almost barfed in my mouth a little mm, bit. Super. So that mm. worked out well. We haven't had a barfing on this show in a long time. I know. And this I just finished my first beer, and I haven't had a beer on this show in months. Yeah, that's true. So. Uh, 1897 Stillwater Warden, Henry Wolfer. He asked Cole Younger to write down his version of events. I wonder what his family used to do for a living. Wolfer. Either competitive eating or... Wolf hunting, yeah. <laughs> one of the two. Competitive wolf eating, yeah. Wolf eating, yeah. Ooh, that's a sport. Steve, mm-hmm. take the fur off. That's take the a, fur off first. That's where you need the 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 fucking. Uh, you live on the what the man farm, and you got the fucking. <laughs> what's the guy clone with the Terry Crews? Uh, oh yeah, Pitts. Yeah, this, where you're wearing your Mister Pitts out on the man farm, and you're doing competitive wolf eating. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sounds like an afternoon. Fucking hey. Sounds like Ted Cruz should go do that since he's worried about the military being emasculated. Oh, Jesus Christ. Christ. <laughs> fucking butter troll. Fucking. Uh, so a newly created parole board would consider a hearing um, of the uh, Younger brothers. But eight years earlier, Bob Younger died of consumption while in jail. Wow. And not... Slow lead poisoning and brain leakage and everything else. Mm-hmm. Kind of impressive. Yeah. He was the one with the bullet behind his eye, right? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Uh, he was not even let out at the end when it was apparent that he would be dead. Sometimes they'd do that if you had consumption. Yeah, yeah. they just let you out. Then you just go like Doc Holliday and consumptively shoot more people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Cole's writing down his life story. And, of course, he paints himself in the best version. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesse James had a tiny dick. <laughs> Not like mine. <laughs> uh, Cole said they were drunk at the time of the robbery. I bet I believe. And blamed that being drunk on the why they shot Haywood. But that was a lie. <laughs> yeah, uh, Haywood was the one that was drunk. Mm-hmm. And everyone else in town. Probably. He said he thought Haywood was going for a pistol. Uh, Cole blamed the townspeople for shooting Gustafson, which was a lie, too. Yeah. Uh, Cole was the one who fired that shot, apparently. Yeah, because it was witnesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pardon board received plenty of letters for clemency. Um, All from Missouri. Yep, exactly. <laughs> uh, but they didn't make parole that time. Oh. In 1901, the Minnesota legislator passed a bill letting parole for life sentences uh, if they serve more than 35 years, minus deduction for good behavior. 35, most people died at 35. Yeah. How the fuck are you going to be in prison for 35 years? <laughs> uh, so that would be like 24 years and seven months if that's deducted for good behavior. Uh, the bill was clearly aimed at the younger brothers who had already served 25 years. In uh, July 10th, 1901, the younger brothers were paroled, but they had to stay in Minnesota. Uh, I know the sentence worse than death. Yeah. Yes. Put me back in prison. <laughs> Uh, Jim gets a job selling cigars at a grocery store. Uh, in April uh, 1902, he asked the governor if it was okay to get married, but the parole board said no, no, no. What? <laughs> he wasn't on parole for long enough, so. What? Right. I don't know, man. Fuck, all right, Law whatever, was man. stupid back then. Also, I'm just picturing how annoying he must have been, like, selling cigars. You know, 
You know, I wasn't always a cigar salesman here at this mercantile. Yeah. I used to live a life of high adventure with my best friend, Jesse James. Five of those will be fine. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But uh, Jim was despondent, and he quit his job at the cigar store. I can't handle this anymore. <laughs> On the morning of October 18th, he put a thirty-eight caliber pistol to his head and pulled the trigger. Sure glad you waited out not having the death sentence to... Yeah, no shit. It's Mm -hmm. like fucking just sucking on the government teat, enjoying all that fucking nice gruel and fucking piss pots in the fucking 1800s prison. (laughs) Fucking asshole. Yeah, he should have started the original shooting spree with himself. Then he wouldn't have to deal with any of this stuff. Boom. Uh, So his brother Cole was sick in bed when he heard the news. On February 4th, 1903, less than four months after Jim's death, uh, the parole board put him off parole and told him to get the fuck out of Minnesota, never to return. So he was 59. Uh, the ear of Charlie Pitts is in the Northfield Historical Society. The ear? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if you remember, uh, his body was used for medical school. Oh, yeah. So they, I forgot about that. Well, you didn't say where they... Uh, yeah, go into the whole thing about the medical school. Mm-hmm. Are you about to? About to. Okay. Clell is even better. Uh, Clell Miller's family obtained the body before it could be donated, or at least they said so. Bill Chadwell's body was used for science, too. Eventually ended up in a doctor's office in Grand Forks, North Dakota. Yeah. See, I, I thought Clell's fucking disappeared, too, but, man, my sources are, well, these sources are always fucked. Yeah, but, but that ended up in the office of Henry Wheeler, the guy who shot him. The medical, he was a student at the time. Oh, that's some crazy shit. Well, mm-hmm. I'm sure like, like he would like just take the skeleton, like piss on it, and like take that once a week. Motherfucker, yeah. yeah. Do you like that? Skull yeah. fuck it once a yeah. once a month. You try to rob a bank in my fucking town, you piece of shit. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, can I can I get that diagnosis yeah. <laughs> in a minute? When I'm done. So after Cole returns to Missouri, uh, he immediately became involved in the Old West show. Yep. Uh, his parole stated that he couldn't perform, so he just kind of lends his name to it and sits there and sells his book. <laughs> <laughs> so he's uh, no of, performing for kind, you. Kind of John Lightning. The- <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I don't want you to have the Roy say any of these, but I won't do anything to, uh, yeah. So he does this along with Frank James. Uh, it ends in 1903. After Frank and Cole argued about with the show's promoters, uh, but the two remained friends for the rest of their lives. Friends through eternity, loyalty, honesty, will stay together through thick or thin. Uh, best buddies. Uh, Cole died at home of his nieces in Lee's Summit. What? Of his nieces? Of his niece. Of his niece. He died. Oh, died in the home of his niece. Oh, yeah. got it. I thought I you thought said he died. Of, yeah, you, you said he died at home of his nieces. Like he died of his nieces. Like they fucking oh. pillow smothered him or yeah, something. Yeah, it's like, like that's the last time you fucking yeah. talk shit about my coffee, you son of a bitch. What's the cause of death? <laughs> nieces, nieces. Uh, I've seen it a hundred times. Uh, I hate nieces to pieces. pieces. <laughs> that was March twenty first, nineteen sixteen. Uh, Frank James died on the old family farm near Kearney, Missouri. Uh, Did we say that right? Yeah, that's, time? that's right. You fucking... Kearney? Kearney? Kearney. He leads a peaceful life for the last few years. He charged 50 cents to look at his childhood home. 
I'll charge you 50 cents to look at me. <laughs> Gaze upon my visage. It's a fucking house, dude. I can see it from all the <laughs> yeah. way over there. 50 cents. Hey, come back here. <laughs> I just literally did a tour with a realtor like yesterday. We thought about buying the shithole, but, you know. <laughs> and uh, thanks to dime novels, Jesse had become the most popular outlaw on the planet. Yep. Piece of shit. Piece of shit. The end. Oh, shit. Yay. Wow. Oh, it's crazy. I'd never actually heard uh, Jesse James's name before this series, but mm. it's really interesting to know a lot about him. Yeah. Yeah. Who the fuck was ta- Wasn't it you that? Like the great aunt or something used to babysit Frank and Jesse or something? Oh, yeah. It's uh, Remember when we were at my mom's house? Yeah. And she pulled that picture out. She's like, yeah, this is my, my great aunt. She's a fucking cunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I almost, I almost burned this picture. You can have it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, she used to, she babysat uh, the James kids in Missouri in the mid to late 1800s. I think that was like one of the first facts I ever, like first things I ever said on like the second episode. Right. And then I, I would say it like every fourth episode. Yeah. And then like, wasn't she like a molester or something? Yeah. Or at least abusive. She was, or- yeah, she was awful. Uh, she was from Holland, I want to say. She was Dutch. Oh. But she like... Moved to the United States, and she was just a fucking and awful then piece of shit. Settled in Missouri, which of course will like you know improve your disposition and fucking. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> now there's a shitload of like since um, since we're back live in studio now. We're not live in studio, but we're in studio. I've uh, been stripped of my power. I suppose I could bring my laptop like an asshole, but I don't want to do that. So without my fucking battle station in front of me with my three screens and like all that stuff, yep. I no longer have access to pull up a bunch of like pictures to send them to Tony. So we have to like find them. But there's a bunch of good pictures of uh, some of the dime novels and bullshit that was like written about Jeff- Jesse James. Yeah. And it's like straight up some fanciful like you know he's like shooting up the town and like riding off with like a chick on his saddle and she's all shooting with him and like Jesus. Yeah, it's just it's fucked up. And that's the thing is I understand. That uh, how people like that can be heroes to people that, you know, like we're from kind of the southern side of things. Because, I mean, like, uh, you know, like the, the you know, the uh, the union folks were not fucking angels. Uh, no. They treated the Missourians pretty, pretty shittily. But uh, but at the same time, uh, the whole fucking woo, the other side is kind of stuff like it doesn't excuse the way these fuckers like yeah, again, like, themselves and like and the toll they took on like we were said like he fucking shot a killed a three year old so it's I like don't think she was three or she six was, or whatever little, but yeah. yeah but like I mean if if I murdered a fucking child I would be a child murderer yeah yeah that's it and not, no, ma- no and, matter how and, much and, good and, good quote unquote things I did Robin in my life Hood or the border yeah well that's the other thing is too is there was all these like mythos that sprung up about the the especially the James brothers. Like plundering trains and and robbing banks and shit, and then like distributing it to like farmers and shit. No. There's absolutely no evidence of that. Right. Um. Yeah, they never talk about it themselves. With oh, that's just because they're modest. Well, also, there's just no evidence of that. It's all like the cousin of the brother of the guy that told you about the time. You know. Yeah. So it's just one of those things where um you know they kind of became a symbol of like not really the South arise again, but more like you know long live the Confederacy, and then also like. You know, fuck the man, which is, it's one of those things, like, uh, you know, they had the Pinkertons after him for a long time, and, like, Alan Pinkerton started out as kind of a, like, pro-labor, and he was an abolitionist and shit like that, but then started using his, like, fucking 
Pinkerton well, super soldiers crack down on unionists and shit like that. They, they like, are the know. they are the uh, strike breakers, the anti-union fucking you know muscle. You know, so yeah. you're, you know, like you, you might have started out as maybe not quite a piece of shit, but you ended up as one. So yeah, there you go. There you go. Yippee ki yay! Yeah, piece of shit. Piece, piece of shit. shit. Jesse James, you fucking suck. <laughs> He's interesting though. Yeah, yeah for he sure. He's interesting for sure. No, definitely it's... got a definitely got a little more. Uh, Savoir Fair than some of these fucking guys. Like, you know, Chloe know, Miller was never going to be, like, the Batman of his day. Jesse James kind of was. You know, well, not maybe not Batman's not a good idea or good uh, example, but, sure. like, uh, you know, like, Billy the Kid, like, ooh, romance stuff, like, wow, Bill, ooh, like, yeah. oh, who the fuck is this? I'm Clell Miller. No, like, oh, who the fuck cares? You know, <laughs> yeah, right. like, so at least there's something to be said about um, uh, charismatic people, even if they're evil. Yeah. Uh, oh, absolutely. Uh, like uh, living in the social conscious for a long time. Yeah. And I think we've all seen a lot of that in the last few years and continue to see it. But like, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, that just reminded me. I have a movie called Billy the Kid versus Dracula. Ooh. That sounds like a. It's not quite as good as I had hoped it would be, but it's still pretty fucking weird. When travel by stage was dangerous because of vengeful renegade Indians, a massive, mysterious bat terrorized the pioneers of the West. When the vampire takes a mate, he turns the one he chooses into one of the living dead like himself. There's something spooky about all this. Something I don't understand, but I'm going to find out. I like when and, and Bill and Ted's excellent adventure, the guy they had to play Billy the Kid is like in his fucking 40s. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, anyway. Are uh, you saying that movie is not accurate? Not totally accurate. Mm. Uh, yeah, like Joan of Arc probably. I, every time I watch that movie, I keep thinking it's Winona Ryder because she looks a lot like Winona Ryder. Well, she looks like a little elf lady. Yeah, which is the definition of Winona Ryder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my favorite's always just been Genghis Khan in the fucking sporting goods store. Yes. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Fairly, fairly excellent. Well, uh, Mozart in the. Like music store. That's too. dope, but he's not committing any acts of violence on anybody. So of course I'm going to go with fucking Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan on a skateboard with uh, a baseball bat. Yep. <laughs> yep. Wearing hockey pads and mm-hmm. football helmet. Fucking a. So uh, let's do some uh, housekeeping business and kind of uh, tease what's going on with the next episode. Oh, okay. Exciting. So uh, at the beginning of the plague, we uh, decided that. Well. The plague kind of decided for us. Yeah, we decided that uh, we're, we're. I think what we had said was uh, we're gonna just stay in season two until the plague is lifted. Yeah. Well, because if you, uh, those of you who have uh, listened from the beginning or have stuck with us a long time or have just discovered us and have been binge listening, we used to only put out like uh, probably like uh, what two episodes every, every a other month. Week, yeah, every other week. And since the pandemic started, we've been pretty good about putting out at least one a week. Yep. Um, and uh, so, like, uh, when season two, because we had our season one finale was on the 15th episode, I believe. Yes. We did a live episode for that. And then at the beginning of the pandemic, we decided that season two wouldn't end until the pandemic, or at least till we could record together again, I think, right. was the whole plan. And, and at this, th- we're finally at this point, all three of us have uh, had bull shots, and we're, Will's got a couple weeks to go before he's... Uh, not a fucking plague rat anymore. Yeah, well, but. he'll still be a plague rat, just not for COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> but me, on the other hand, I've been 
Constantly Stuff sleeping Irish. in urinals and licking doorknobs and oh, yeah. kissing fucking homeless people at the bus stop. Just, yeah, <laughs> great. Every, every used syringe I can find on the ground, you got to give it one good lick. Yep. You know, just, Absolutely. Uh, just get the salty tang of uh, blood and heroin off of it. And, <laughs> you know. I never thought about that. Heroin is kind of tangy, isn't it? Ha ha, gotcha. Shit, fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, he disappeared again. Yeah. But any which way. So we've decided that. Uh, we're going to be ending uh, season two, but all that means is we get to begin season three. And what does that mean, Tony? It means we will be doing a season finale, which is going to be the next episode. It, I mean, I don't know how long it's going to be, so it might be a couple of episodes long. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But Depends we will, how drunk we get, because yeah. there's no limit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we will all be shit-face wasted. Because? We will be sitting around a real fire in the woods. Yes, for the first time ever, we'll actually get to be around a real-ass fire. What do you um, mean? We're still going to pipe in the fire. No- oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, or, or we're going to... Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're telling, me th- you're telling me that fire sound effect was just an effect? Mm. Yeah. Every time we need a turkey sound effect, I just beat this bag of turkeys. Well, why, the, why the fuck did I have to light a fire in my closet every time we record it over Zoom, dude? Because it makes me happy. God I don't have damn to ask it. any more fucking questions. <laughs> but either way, we are going to go out to the Olympic Peninsula. And uh, dwell in a cabin and uh, sit around a fire and do this thing. Uh, where the vampires and yeah, wolfmen where the, roam. Where the vampires sparkle and the wolfmen want to fuck your baby. <laughs> uh, Love so that yeah, song. Well, <laughs> Johnny Cash's work. Johnny Cash's best work. <laughs> so we'll be out somewhere by Forks. Um, but we you won't know until the next episode. Right. So. And so, yeah, we'll like, uh, tune in for that one because that one should be... Uh, uh, kind of incoherent and I'm, we're rambling. I'm here for it. Exci- and there's no internet out there either. We figured out. So yeah. there, there will be no. Oh yeah. There's no fact checking. So we're yeah. going to be pulling all kinds of things straight from our ass. Yes. Um, but yeah. well-researched things straight yeah, from yeah. our ass. Yeah. I've been Dang. researching, but I'm also not writing anything down because that's how I roll. So we'll see what I can remember and what I can. Will, are you, uh, are you comic sansing it out there or? Okay, good. Thank God. <laughs> I don't have a memory. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, uh, well, so uh, next time, uh, tune in for that. And uh, thank you guys for uh, tuning in all through the fucking plague. And uh, Yeah, hope, thank hope, you for hope, listening, hope you keep everyone listening. that's listening. Yeah. Uh, Anything else, Will? com slash how the West was fucked. Yeah. Something like that. Anyways, we got t-shirts. I'm no. looking at Will. He's wearing one that says, Fuck, fuck you, Miles City. City. Fuck you, Miles City. <laughs> So Nelson Miles. <laughs> Which means it's the end of the show. Yep. All right. So let's go out in a Gale. gale. You say Gale? <laughs> gale of Hunfire? Gale of Hunfire. Is that like Germans shooting at you with mm-hmm. wind guns? Yes. Something like that. Wind guns. Hail of Gunfire. Yay. Fuck yeah, did it.